Free Brooklyn. Good morning, world. You are tuned in to Ben Talks right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. And I am your host, Ben Lewis. And I have a great show planned out for you guys today. We're going to have Jesse Wu in the building. She's on her way. So stay tuned in for that. And uh, it's the second week in a row. Unfortunately, I have to start off with a little bit of a somber tone. Um, I do want to start off by saying, everyone, send your prayers, positive vibes, uh, all that good stuff over to Houston. Uh, we know that the hurricane is going on. It's it's pretty bad down there. It's pretty rough. Uh, at this point, approximately like 300,000 people are displaced out of their home and they're without power. And there's still more to come. There's a bunch of tornado warnings, uh, up to 50 inches of water in some parts. So it's really bad out there. Got to send out our prayers, our positive vibes. Uh, pray for the people out there. Two people have already lost their lives. So... It's pretty sad out there, man. Um, anytime something like this happens in any part of the country, no matter what's going on, it's it's pretty sad to hear. You don't want stuff like this to happen to people. You know, I, I remember a time when when New York had its own little, uh, not little, it was, it was big, it was Hurricane Sandy. And I remember all the damage that that done. And just experiencing that, it makes me better understand what's going on in Texas. Now, obviously, what happened here in New York wasn't, on a big scale like it happened uh in texas but i still understand the damage that it does to to people's homes maybe if you have a small business the damage that that does and it's it's going to be chaos after this passes for for things to to get better uh it's predicted that it's going to take about two years to fix all the damage out there so 
that's pretty that's pretty rough i hate again i hate hearing stuff like that and i'm just sending my prayers out to houston and everyone that's been affected everyone who has family out there uh, hopefully you called your loved ones so you're, you're able to get in contact with them and find out if if they're okay if they're in a shelter whatever the case may be and i'm sure in the coming days and weeks so we're going to see an influx of people reaching out to, to help them whether it be money whether it be supplies you know it's just it's just really sad and and i'm I'm praying for those people out there in houston and with that being said um we're gonna switch gears a little bit i hope everyone had a great weekend my weekend was pretty pretty somber i didn't i didn't get into as much this weekend as i did last weekend you know with me going to SummerSlam and all this weekend i just kind of chilled out uh hung out watched some tv it really didn't do much but uh get prepared for you know the shows that i'm gonna be on this week and uh, that's that's pretty much all I did. I hope everyone had a had a great weekend. The VMAs came on last night, and I gotta say, I was I was flipping through like I was on and off with the VMAs. I wasn't like watching all the way, and I apparently missed one of the members of Fifth Harmony falling off the stage. That's like epic TV. I I I, I don't like missing stuff like that because it happens so rarely, and it's live, so it's not like they can edit it out. But she was okay, so it's all right. We can we can all give a little chuckle or two. Um, I do want to shout out a couple of the the winners there. Uh, a couple winners got artist uh, song of the summer was EXO by Lil Uzi Vert. So that that's actually that's a dope song. That's a dope song. It's a song I bump uh, on the regular. So shout out to to Lil Uzi Vert on winning uh, best song for EXO. Video of the year was Kendrick Lamar, Humble. I think there's no surprise at that. That song is, is a really popular song. I'm surprised that song didn't get Song of the Summer. But Kendrick Lamar won um, Video of the Year for Humble. Artist of the Year, Ed Sharon, in a category that included Bruno Mars, Kendrick Lamar, Ariana Grande, The Weeknd, and Lord. I'm not exactly sure how. Maybe I, maybe I don't listen to her often enough to understand why she was nominated for Artist of the Year. But shout out to Ed Sheeran on that. That's someone I, I rock with. Art, uh, best new artist, Khalid was the winner of that. He was nominated with Kodak Black, SZA, Young M.A., Julia Michaels, and Noah Cyrus. And I've only heard of four people on that list. Yeah. So shout out to Khalid for winning best uh, best new artist, best collaboration, Zayn and Taylor Swift. I don't want to live forever. Uh, we got Best Hip Hop, Kendrick Lamar for Humble. Although Bounce Back was a really good song. Bad and Bougie was really good. I, I thought that was that could have been a good one. That could have been a winner there. And that is it for my shout outs for the VMA. So shout out to all those artists and all you fans that, that watched and all your favorite artists won awards or didn't win awards. You know, you can uh, I'm sure social media was there to help you voice your displeasure in that. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to get into some music here. And don't, uh, all of you who are tuning in, expecting Jessie, she is on her way. She will be in the building. So don't, don't look away. Don't tune away, I mean. And yeah, you're listening to Ben Talks right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. And I'll be back. So you back. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, what, you ready? We gonna get into this one, man. Okay. 
Look, yeah. I be where it's hot at my nigga, but I be booling. For what you can't just act hard, nigga, you had to prove it. For what you can't just trap talk, nigga, you had to move it. Shells be hot, better cool him. I'm told me stop acting foolish. Cutting classes, niggas trapping all for the new J's. Now I need me a link bigger than LL Cool J's. What you gon' learn if you listen to what a fool say? Cash taught me trap a own length from where the two stay. This gon' be some of the realest shit you ever heard, nigga. Loyalty come with a price. Fuck what you heard, nigga. Day one, I lay your eyes down over a bird, nigga. And the thing. That we all started from the curb, nigga The game deep with the pain deeper Sipping Henny, rolling dice with the Grim Reaper Hand-to-hand actions with fiends for some nice sneakers Just to fuck a gold dick and hoe with some nice features Moms work two jobs, still we ain't have none Used to shoot the fair ones, that's back when we ain't have guns Pops told me money changed niggas that never had none That's why I never changed when I had some Men lie, women lie, I move with caution You learn when you a boss, you gon' put up a couple losses Best me with the toast when you're coming up and you flossing But fuck it, I'm all in, don't forgive me for all sins, yeah This the death for the mumbles Have to learn how to rumble when coming up in the jungle Look, from where you trap or busting cards at Tell Flex, we just bringing bars back, yeah See, this the death for the mumbles Have to learn how to rumble when coming up in the jungle from when you trap or busting cards at Tell Flex, we just bringing bars back yeah. I'm bringing bars back And I ain't talking about Zannies Addicted to the money, only sharing shit with the family Hand-to-hand transactions in front of pigs Like what's happening Getting blood, money, mobs are stealing it while I'm stacking In school with a quap in my bag And I ain't napping, but now I sleep Niggas, y'all be knowing I gotta eat From sausage, egg and cheese to steaks Guess shit is great, I'm taking random flights When I'm paranoid by the jakes Shout out to the coffee grind, all the money you make They set the prices high to the limit It's how we push it, cause I know too many fools in the grave and serving bullets Living by the cold, we just so we get a bullet Government cheese, rehearse the first and the third Money over everything, bottom line was the word Your homie bust a swipe for 60 bands in the night That's what your fucking price, y'all niggas know about this life The life of time, stuck on the grind, niggas and dimes Tired of doing wrong, only y'all should get it right But I'm dancing with the devil, still got the soul of a rebel While rocking the republic, we behated and love it The bitches, niggas cuffing, I hit it in and I dub it My attitude like fuck it, so nonchalant, but they love it I was on some Folgers shit, got what you need to start your morning Niggas know I'm out here, late nights, early mornings Money lay it up like cake, right nigga, it's cake like If you catching me on the ground, I fucked up, but I stayed right Yeah, I gave it to you humble, just that's the death for the mumble Said I gave it to you this the death for the mumbles Had to learn how to rumble when coming up in the jungle Look, from where you trap or busting cards at Tell Flex, we just bringing bars back Yeah See, this the death for the mumbles Had to learn how to rumble when coming up in the jungle From where you trap or busting cards at Tell Flex, we just bringing bars back Yeah Wow. 
road trips How to cry on a bus, I know I lost your trust But can I get it back though? Got a new girl, but I'm sticking out the back though I need your love, can't drive, can't move My car tired, still on flat though You done taught me how to act yo Done taught me how to get the bank though Told me they gon' hate even when they stay close My girlfriend, my best friend Taught me all these lessons And now you got me stressing Cause you fucking left me Shit too exclusive. Tab. Hey. I'm fucking on shorty, then call her a lift, check the deuces. 
Hop in the pool, shit, fuck up the music, this shit is truly Her little babbage, beat the pussy, once now she jacking me abusing Slim flows, flock champs on the track, we going back to back, put the floors in the map Make you know how we do, we always in the mood, real niggas get in tune, think we're here for the views Nothing was the same, take care of the game, so far gone, I'm in a different lane Yellow tape, shit, going ape shit, he mad at me, cause I'm on her playlist I'm on the jet now, swimming in gold, feeling like a Michael Phelps now I come through swagging, dipped in fashion, I'm wavy, lazy, magic with the rocket Talking Tracy McGrady, I'm scoring the foreign is orange. She giving me head while I'm recording. You can have it like this, my nigga. This shit too exclusive. Tab, I'm fucking on shorty. They call her a lift check to deuces. Hop in the bullshit, fuck up the music. This shit is too lit. Her little babbage beat the pussy once. Now she jacking me abusive. You can have it like this, my nigga. This shit too exclusive. I'm fucking on shorty. Then call her a lift check to deuces. Hop in the bullshit, fuck up the music. This shit is too lit. Everything lately has been a solution Damn, I ain't with somebody left with someone else with my mind in confusion A heartbreaker, she the bad type The pussy leaking like a bad pipe But a nigga gave a good pipe I can tell she had a good night Strapped up, I never hit it raw She don't smoke blunt, she rather hit the raws I don't hold her work, I keep it in her drawers Cause these pussy niggas snitching to the law From sneak snitching, now they sneak dissing Trying to send shots, but they keep missing What's loyalty when they keep switching I'm on minds, I'ma keep sipping that's your baby, yeah, you know I put it on her bird Put the herb, that is my aroma Pissed on the diamonds like the plug is homer I followed if you see a nigga, no telling I looked up to niggas with bare fellas I looked up to niggas that was even selling 20k in a day, what a feeling Blow it all before they had a chance to touch it Put it all in a duffel, so much money Look like the bags bust Who the fuck I'm trusting, got the only man Lost too many niggas, count the money Fuck it, smoking devil nuggets Spending no budget, had to make the living better Now I love it You can't have it like that, my nigga This shit too exclusive no shorty, then call her a lift, try the deuces Hop in the bullshit, fuck up the music This shit is too lit That little bad bitch beat the pussy Once now she jacking me abusive You can have it like this, my nigga, this shit too exclusive Damn, I'm fucking on shorty Then call her a lift, check the deuces Hop in the bullshit, fuck up the music This shit is too lit Her little bad bitch beat the pussy Once now she jacking me abusive Ladies and gentlemen, we are back right here on Ben Talks on Radio Free Brooklyn. And as I promised, a very special guest in the building, Jesse Wu is here, as mentioned. What's going on, Jesse Wu? How you doing? Well, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm, I'm happy to have you here in the studio. Me too. I was actually surprised that you uh, agreed to this. I'm not going to lie. You know, I mean, <laughs> listen, hey, you got to put yourself out there, so... When you reached out, I looked it up and I said, okay, yeah, I mean, shit, let me do it. Let me go talk to the people. Let me talk to Ben and his people. That's right. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. So uh, you're fresh off the uh, back to school drive you did mm -hmm. yesterday. Yeah, uh, did. Tell us, how how'd that go? It was good. I honestly was nervous because, like, I didn't think anybody would come, honestly. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, like I, like, I was just telling you, like, I'm new here, so I don't really know many people in New York like that just yet. Like, I'm still trying to find my little you know yeah. find my people and um 
I just felt like maybe I didn't promote it more. Like I know next time to do things a little differently, maybe promote it more, maybe go harder. But sometimes I don't want to be too annoying about that stuff. And I know like back to school, so many people are doing back to school stuff. And uh, it's kind of hard to get people to get involved in a community. So I really didn't think nobody was going to come. But it was a really good turnout. Yeah. And people gave a lot and it was for an organization that's called Flamboyant. They're uh, basically a, a program that helps place uh, students that are new to the United States. They're coming in from Haiti and they're trying to transition into the American school system, which is very important, you know, um, for them to adjust. I remember when I came to America, I was born in Canada though, but um my first school, I was thrown out of that school. I just couldn't adjust. <laughs> you were thrown out? Yeah, you, I was. You like, like wilding out? I was doing? wilding out. Like, I was, like, standing on tables and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> they told my mom I was crazy because, like, I didn't understand English. So, yeah. like, I just would have these tantrums and I would go on these tantrums and, you know, it was kind of difficult for me. So, you know, it was special for me to lend a helping hand to kids like that so it, it went really really well so um i hope to do more things like that and i think most most of my meet and greets and things like that will definitely focus on the children the community yeah that's that's a that's a dope cause mm-hmm. uh i'm just gonna like a side note one thing uh, you said you didn't want to be like too annoying one thing i've learned especially when i started doing this mm-hmm. you gotta be annoying as hell yeah <laughs> you yeah. gotta get the message to people yeah. Yeah. and some people are gonna they got to see it two, three times for it to stick. Yeah. So yeah. don't don't be afraid of that. So um, we're going to like switch gears a little bit. Um, you're a incredibly, first of all, you're a singer, comedian, makeup artist. You act too. A little bit of acting. Jane of all trades, people. <laughs> she does it all. I mean, yeah, I guess I do it all. <laughs> so like from... What I've seen on your um, Instagram page, you're an incredibly gifted singer. Mm. So I just like wanted to know what kind of made you want to transition to doing comedy? Well, it's not like I was trying to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, when I started doing these videos a couple months ago, I just was like in a really stressful place. And um, like I was saying earlier, like just getting adjusted and trying to find a place to live and trying to, you know, just trying to make it here. Like, you know, I'm from Miami and it's just a totally different um, way of life up here. So, oh, yeah. We're, thing, yeah. yeah, we're horrible people here. In New York. No, I mean, like it's, <laughs> it's just different. Like, you know, you just really got to grind. Like, it's just yeah. a different type of grind. I remember when I was in Miami and people be like, yeah, rise and grind. That shit is not the same when you come to New York, bitch. You got to grind for real. <laughs> <laughs> and so like some some things were happening to me and I just wasn't in a really um stressful place and I just remember I uploaded a video my mom it was around Mother's Day and my mom I had sent her a tablet for Mother's Day and she was like Jessica I don't want a tablet I want an iPad I want I want 16 gigs I'm like what the fuck are you talking about you don't even know what an iPad is lady like yeah, right. I want an iPad. I, I want to go on Instagram, message to my SIO Facebook. I'm like, all right, girl. So I uploaded a video about that, like how annoying my mom was. And the response I got from that was pretty cool. And I was like, hmm, let me just do a couple more videos. Yeah. And then like, I think like my fourth or fifth video was the McDonald's video where, you know, I had Kadushka working at McDonald's. Yeah. And I come to McDonald's. I'm like, hey, you know, the can ice I cream get, machine can I, Yeah. Can I, get a, <laughs> I, I just want an ice cream. The machine is broken. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, same thing. 
like when I when I dropped that video and yeah. the response I got from that, it was crazy. Like my video was being posted everywhere. And people it was that, a, it's a hilarious, a hilarious video. Yeah, it really is. It's a hilarious video. And people that knew me were hitting me up like, yo, you're on this page, you're on that page. And, you know, then I didn't I didn't like um, watermark my videos or anything. So it was like, oh, fuck, all these people have the video and they don't know who I am. Yeah. And so I was like, wow, now I have to make them know who I am. And that's right. why I kept doing the videos. But I didn't think I would get the the response that I got. I never thought I would get that response, especially this quick, because in three months, I've gone from having 3,000 followers on Instagram to having 41,000. In three months? Three months. And that is that is in organic growth. It's yeah. not like you was out here, you know, I showing wasn't yourself. Buying you wasn't yeah, doing, I wasn't, wasn't buying, buying followers. followers. I wasn't showing my pussy. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> you can say whatever you okay. want. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but I was really just being myself and... um I didn't I did not expect that response at all. And, you know, even yesterday at the at the back to school thing, I was like, man, it's crazy because now like people really I guess people really know who I am. So yeah. it's like it's just so weird. But um, that's how it happened. Honestly, it was just I was in a stressful place. Mm-hmm. And then from that, I I just birthed these videos and it's just been incredible. I'm really thankful for it. That's great. So, uh, just a little more about like Kadushka, because mm-hmm. she's she's like a fairly new uh, yeah. character yeah. in 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 your uh, comedy videos. What yeah. is she, who's she based off of in your life? Kadushka, first of all, and people always like are like, where the fuck did you get that name? <laughs> Kadushka was a friend that I had in middle school. Oh, it's a real person's a real name. name. Oh my goodness, it's a real name. <laughs> and <laughs> shit, she looks like the filter. Oh. <laughs> That's where I got the day. <laughs> when I saw the filter on Snapchat, I was like, yo, that looked like Kadushka. <laughs> and that's where I got it. And so, you know, that's where I got the name. But Kadushka really is my alter ego. Like, if you know me, I, I'm very, um, I'm kind of like a silent killer. Like, I'm very um, quiet. Mm hmm. When I come in a, into a place, I'm really quiet. I'm really observant. But once you get to know me, then I turn into like a loud mouth. Yeah. And I feel like she's the loud mouth. She is the person that will say whatever you want to say. Um, Kadushka really is based off of me. Like I, her personality is the side of me that I always have to keep under control because I am the type of person who will say whatever. I am that friend who will say what you've been dying to say, but you don't want to say because you're trying to be nice. I'm the friend who will be like, "Grah, fuck that nigga," or we all, we all need that friend. We are like, uh, or you know, like what's going on? Like I don't understand. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. just that. I'm that voice that will say whatever and. It's gotten me into a lot of trouble, like over the years. Of course, it's gotten me in trouble in school. It's gotten me in trouble at work. It's gotten me in trouble with family. But Kadushka really, really is based on like me. It's just the side of me that I kind of just now that I'm a little older, I can keep under wraps. You know what I mean? Like I know I can't say this and that, but on my Instagram, I can say whatever the fuck I want to say. <laughs> so. You could also say whatever the fuck you want to say. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's where Kadushka came from okay yeah. so like when you when you think about like comedy it's not like a typical like career path Mm-mm. uh that 
especially because you know I'm I'm Haitian as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a typical career path that your parents tell yeah. you to to become. So yeah. did you get any like pushback when you know your family found out that this is what you wanted to go after and this is what you wanted to do? Um, I didn't tell my mom I was doing these videos. Somebody showed her the McDonald's video. So it circulated so much that mm-hmm. somebody at her ch- church showed it to her and she called me. She was like, oh, Jessica, oh, I don't know this other person on Instagram. And everyone said, Jessica, Jessica, woo, Jessica, woo, woo. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, um, so you like it? She was like, I love it. She thinks it's nice. so, she thinks it's so funny. So um, as long as she likes it, I'm good. Um, the only thing is my mom doesn't like when I do the more vulgar stuff. She doesn't like the more vulgar language, but my mom knows that that's just how I am. Like even yeah. when I've taught, when I talk to her, I'm just a vulgar person. And so I, it, eventually I can't always do the safe. Like I can't always play it safe. A lot of yeah. people, they love the, the, the Haitian mom skits and I'm still going to keep that coming, but I don't know if you can see, like, lately I've been doing more. I'm just talking into the camera and just telling a story. Yeah. And, you know, I I have to be able to do that because if I do want to transition into comedy, which is something that I really wasn't looking to do, but everybody wants me to do it. And I'm like, okay, well, shit, I mean, I got to do it, <laughs> you know, and I got to try it out. But, you know, once I do that, I can't take those filters with me. I can't take you know, the yeah. big mouth filter with me. I can't right, do right, that. Right. So it's been a gift, but it's also been kind of like a hindrance because people will be like, well, is she really funny without it? Which is why I've been doing more videos without it. Yeah. Because I want people to be able to see my face and know that I can tell a joke and I don't have to use a filter. And my most viewed videos are the ones with no filter. When I looked at my stats, I was like, oh, shit. The ones without the f- the filters, like when I'm talking about makeup, when I'm talking about you know, a sexual experience, like those are the ones that have like a thousand comments. And, yeah. you know, what I mean, so um, I haven't really received any pushback. Really, people have been really, really supportive. Um, I think just most of all, it's just been it's unexpected for my family, like because yeah. that's not what I was trying to do, honestly. But um, yeah, there's, there hasn't been pushback. It's def- definitely supportive, definitely supportive. That's good, because when I said when I told my family I want to do radio, it, mm-hmm. was, it was more like a oh, yeah. Oh okay. yeah, they want you to be doctor. Well, not my family; it's my sister. Here, well, <laughs> they want not, you to be a doctor. Yeah, exactly. Avocat. That was my mom. Yes. That was my mom's reaction when I told her. She was like, "Oh, yeah, okay." Radio. So when you tell radio, it's like, ah, "Well, you don't want to be doctor." Yeah, right. <laughs> They'll come in and give me a do- uh, uh, application <laughs> for like <laughs> another <laughs> job or something. Come on, there's no money in that. Come on, exactly. So yeah, I totally, I totally get it. Yeah, so you said you're originally from Miami, mm-hmm. right? Well, you you were born in Canada. I was born in Montreal, Canada, but I was raised in Miami. Okay, what was mm-hmm. it like living in Miami? And like you said, you've only been here in New York for like a year, right? Yeah, Miami is pretty good. I mean, it's like paradise, honestly. I can imagine it's paradise, except for around this time when it's yeah. when it starts going into the hurricane season. Like it's gonna, it's raining, 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 raining. Like that's it's like Miami has two seasons, two weathers. Uh, sun, rain, like that's pretty much all you get out of Miami, and then hurricane. Um, yeah. so it's been pretty cool. It was pretty co- good living there. Um, growing up, I think I I shared this on my Instagram the other day. I had an interview, and I was just talking about how growing up, you know, I would get teased, you know, for yeah. being for being a Haitian. And didn't people have like some of the craziest, like outlandish things about they Haitians? Did. Like they did. 
It's, no matter shit. We eat cat. Yeah. We all do voodoo. <laughs> we all do. We're all dirty. We all, you know, we like it's just we're it, it was just a lot. We're all poor. And I would like leave school and go home to my big ass house. You know, my mom growing up, she always made sure we lived really, really well. Yeah. Had a big ass house. I've always had my own big room. You know, my own bathroom. So it's like when I would go to school and I'm like, what are these people talking about? Because that's not how we live. Right. Like, exactly. You know, so it was crazy growing up. But, you know, now it's, you know, you see a shift. And yeah, I think, it seems like fashionable now to be. Yeah. Hasty, like. And I think it's because people finally want to admit it. And I don't know why there was for the longest. We just didn't want to admit we were Haitian. People yeah. would act like they were from somewhere else or whatever but i remember lying about it in kindergarten and i'm thinking back mm-hmm. i'm like yo i was like six years old and yeah. i already had the mindset to like I to better lie not, yeah i better not tell yeah. these people i'm haitian yeah like, you so know they crazy. said crazy shit like oh we brought aids to america we and it's like bitch what like <laughs> what are you talking about and my mom always said that you know people just are ignorant and when yes, i look absolutely. back when i look back at you know some of those kids that we t- would teach would tease me and i look back at them now and i'm like Right. I look at where they are now, and I'm like... Some of them probably all in the inbox. Right, and it's like, sis, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. it was just... It was it was cool growing up. Other than that, it was really, really cool growing up in Miami. All right, well, yeah. so we're going to, like, shift gears. So I've... From just looking at your page, doing research about you, you've met some, like, craving in the room with some incredible people. You're, yeah. You're, like, first of all, one of my favorite people that... You know is uh, Jesus I from love the D- Jesus. Oh my god I love that show yeah. That show is awesome Yeah And uh, so just like Of all the people you met I know you were on Wild and Out as mm-hmm, well mm-hmm. Uh, So of all the people you met Between Wild and Out And just, just being around And getting your, your name And your face mm-hmm. out there Who was like The dopest person Of all of them to be around I would say Jesus Jesus Yeah it's funny you mentioned him Yeah I would say he's the dopest Just because Jesus is very inspirational to me um, And I told him that The last time I saw him But he's just so cool Like he doesn't really like, when you talk to him like that, he's like, man, please. Like, it's not it's not that serious. <laughs> but really, it's like he's just really inspirational to me because, you know, I met him while he was at MTV, while he was at Viacom. And mm-hmm. around that time, um, I was doing Wild and Out, and we had just finished. And then, like, the promo was going to start happening for season eight, which was last year. Yeah. So, you know, I met him, like, in those circles. And um, he was over at Viacom. He was um, on Charlemagne's show. Yeah. Um, what is the uncensored something? I can't remember the name, but he was on Charlemagne's show. And him and Miro were really fighting for their position at Viacom. Yeah. And, you know, they weren't getting the respect that they deserved. And they had been there for a long time. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. They had been there for years. And they were promised a show. Like, it's yeah. it's a lot that, that happened to, the, to them both. But, you know, make a long story short, they ended up parting ways. And when they ended up parting ways, I remember Jesus telling me, man, I don't know what's going to happen next. I just have a couple, you know, meetings. I'm going to mm-hmm. go see, you know, I'm going to go to this meeting with Viceland and see what yeah. they're talking about. Next thing you know, look at them now. Number one show in late night. Look at them. Number it's like that's like night. inspirational to me. And yeah. they say whatever the fuck they want to exactly. say. Exactly. Like, that's why I love the show yo, so much. They say like, whatever they want to say. And you know what? Like people, they get so much like hate mail mm-hmm. and 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 hate comments online calling them racist. When you go on set, it's all white people. Yeah. The cameraman white. The 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 production white. Uh, people giving them food. Yeah. Everybody's white. 
Jesus began his hand massage sometimes yo, before the show. Like. Yeah, like, yo, like, they, and they say whatever they, they want. And it's just, it's, that's inspirational to me. Like, if there's anybody that I, that's close to me that I idolize like that, mm-hmm. it would definitely be him, him and Miro. Yeah, th- yeah, those dudes are, are hilarious. Yeah. Man, so, like, you're, you said in three months, like, you went from, like, 3,000 followers to, like, 41,000. 41, mm-hmm. That's crazy. So, how is it? How do you like stay like grounded when you see that kind of like boom in yeah. your popularity? Because social media is is one of the biggest like machines out it right is. now. It is. Um, I gotta admit, like the growing process. It's cool to see my numbers rise, mm-hmm. but sometimes it just kind of like is bittersweet because I kind of remember some of the people who were there like in the beginning, and I could like answer all their comments, and now it's like. It's got. It's gonna. It's getting to a point where I can't answer everybody back. Oh, I can't yeah. answer all the DMs back. So and then you know now people are recognizing me, and that's weird too because I'm so used to like another person having my name. You know, Jessica, Jess, Jesse. Like it's that's such a common name. Yeah, someone here, with, with right? Your name like right your name's Jessica. <laughs> your sister's name is Jessica. So it's like it's such a common name. So there's been times when people are calling me and I, I'm like, I just ignore it because I'm like, they're probably talking to somebody yeah. else. And I forget. I honestly forget. Like, if I'm not doing this, mm-hmm. I forget that I am like Jesse Wu. Like, I dead ass forget that. And so there's been times when people have been coming up to me and I'm like, why the fuck is this person coming up? Oh, my videos. You watch my videos? <laughs> like, dead ass. <laughs> like, I just be forgetting that people really listen to this shit. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. It's just I think um ground staying grounded is just staying my staying myself, you know. Yeah. Just remaining myself. And um, you know, family is always gonna check you before I got here, you know, I had family come in for the weekend and they're leaving mm-hmm. and you know, I saw them this morning and, you know, they came by and they prayed for me and they were crying, you know, because like it's just weird because you don't know what's happening next. Like yeah. you really don't know and you see people's lives change so much just based off of social media and that's definitely what i pray for but um it's it's kind of hard like just being looked at like that because i just i'm just me like i'm yeah. just jessica i'm like i'm nobody special like that's really how i feel like I'm. <laughs> but just all these people like, are like looking at you like oh right, my god it's right just, it's like yeah. i'm just like girl i ain't nobody special <laughs> like you know what i mean but i get it I, I i get it so i think staying grounded is just staying true to me being myself yeah. So how has like your faith um, helped you in, in that process? I definitely um, pray to God a lot. Mm-hmm. I ask him to send me creative ideas all the time. Yeah. You know, like I, I write them down and I pray and I ask God, like, God, you know, can you just give me more creativity? Can you give me things to say? Like I do that a lot mm-hmm. um, before I record things. And sometimes um, it's just hard because when you have faith, you really have to trust God without knowing what's next yeah you know what i mean like it's kind of like that that quote that martin luther king said which is you know you take that step not knowing if there's going to be a staircase there you know what yeah. i mean but you just still reach that leg out you still reach your foot out no matter what right and so um my faith is definitely in god and it's definitely um I just depend on God a lot for everything. And there's so many different things coming my way. There's different opportunities coming my way. And I definitely want to make the right decisions. You know, I want to be looked at as someone who is, I want to be remembered for what I do, not for how I look, you know, not for the things I wear, but the things that I did, the things that I said, you know, I want to be remembered for that. 
So um, my faith is definitely what's keeping me focused, you know, in this journey. Yeah. So you mentioned like your mom uh, found out about your videos through like church friends. Mm -hmm. So what was it like? Because I I know what it's like growing up in a house of like uh, where your parents are like really like really strong devout mm-hmm. christians mm-hmm. and they have strong faith mm-hmm. and some of the the things you have to adhere to mm-hmm. um <laughs> as mm-hmm. a as a child in a house like that so what was that like for you like did, was it difficult at all did you ever think like you know i don't want to do this i don't want to you know i wish my family wasn't oh, yeah. xyz yeah i think i talk about it a lot in my skits like you know when you when you if you want to take a glimpse at what my growing up what, what growing up was for me it's looking at my mom's skits That's definitely, those are all childhood memories that I have of my mom just being extra as fuck. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, Haitian parents are just extra. Like, mom, I want to go out with my friends tonight. I have a dream. dream. Oh, my God. I have a dream. (laughs) You you go outside and then the car hits you and then the birds eat your body and then you don't come back home. (laughs) We at your funeral now. You can't go out. Like, that's like Haitian parents 101. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was definitely, my mom was strict. And sometimes I hated my mom. Because she wouldn't let me do certain things. And I would see my friends going out to these clubs and going out to these parties. And I'm like, damn, bitch. Like, why the fuck (laughs) I can't go to the party? Why you got to be a hater like that? But now when I look back, it's just our parents, they want the best for us. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, coming from another country, you're coming into America and you see how open these kids are and they're doing whatever the hell they want to do it's crazy nowadays you know what i mean like so your parents they're just trying their best they're looking out for you they may not always do do it the right way Mm -hmm. but i know that her heart was in the right place and if she wasn't the type of mom that she was to me i probably wouldn't even be here yeah so yeah, I'm thankful. But it was just a pain girl. It was, like, child. It like, was. Man, I just want to go to the skating rink. It was. And the let's talk about the beatings. Oh, my God. <laughs> Haitian parents would beat you like you a slave. And I remember one time, <laughs> we were watching Roots, and my mama was crying. I was like, girl, you do that to me all the time. What you mean? You you crying right now. I know you're not crying at Kunta losing his leg when you was just trying to take my leg off last <laughs> night. Okay? So... <laughs> It's definitely like growing up was hard. It was tough, but yeah. I'm definitely thankful for my mom. That's that's yeah, it's true too. Like I'm thankful too, but it's just like man, you think back, you, you can laugh about it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how like comedies helped me. Like I always like to laugh. Yeah. I always think about these moments. I'm like man, like I really had to go through yeah. that, but yeah. it really shaped who you who you became today. It does. It does. Uh, so you uh, also just to talk about your, you know, you do you do makeup as well. Do you? Do, are you? I'm a not a makeup artist. You know, oh, okay. You yeah, just, you but just people keep to, asking me, and I always say I'm not a makeup artist. You just know how to beat your own face. I just right? know how to beat my own face, and okay. I and I mean I've done it for people before. I just don't particularly like that. I feel like you really that has to be something that you like mm-hmm. because people are very nitty. Uh, they're very nitpicky when it comes to their makeup. Right. First of all. I tell people all the time, like, even when I'm talking live, I'm like, look, just because you see I'm doing makeup does not mean I'm good for you. <laughs> right. It's a lot of motherfuckers out here doing makeup on Instagram. And then when you let them touch your face, you look like you're about to go to your own funeral. Like, dead ass. <laughs> and I've said that before, and people just don't understand that. Yeah. And so I don't do makeup. Um, 
if I ever were to like to take a class or something, mm-hmm. like then I'll I'll update my bio and be like, all right, I'm taking appointments, y'all. You know, I'll yeah. let y'all know, but I do not do makeup. It, it takes a lot to be a makeup artist. Okay, so I had a few people, my sister and my girlfriend in particular, they wanted to know how you do your eyebrows. So I do my eyebrows <laughs> pretty, pretty. I mean, it's pretty simple. I go to the beauty supply store and I buy a dollar, a ninety nine cent pencil. <laughs> Dead ass, and I just fill it in, and then wow. I just underneath my eyebrow, I just um, put a little bit concealer just to give it that sharpness. You know what I mean? I think I'm just gonna do an Instagram tutorial on that because I get that all the time. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna do an Instagram tutorial, and I have a couple makeup companies that have sent me products too. So I'm just like, it's inevitable that I'm gonna have to go into the beauty world. I mean, try it out, you know. Look. Well, I mean, I love it though. I love it. It's just that I don't do other people's makeup. The thing the thing right now about you is like you're so popular. Even if you did it like a terrible job on somebody's face, they're going to be like, "Yo, I did my, I got my makeup done by Jesse Wu." Like, and that's what I hate. <laughs> I hate when people like I really listen. I don't want to do some trash ass shit shit. Yeah. And people be like, oh yes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just because you're popular, like, I do not want to do that. Like I will definitely I will definitely do my best to go into that segment because I do love beauty. I love all things beauty. Like mm-hmm. I love discussing makeup. So I will definitely go into that. Hopefully one day. Maybe one day I'll say, All right, I'm taking a couple appointments. We'll see. <laughs> we'll yeah. see. So like what do you so what do you have to say to those people who like because guys, some guys have these crazy like opinions about girls who wear makeup. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. you don't love yourself. Yeah. You're not confident. Yeah. And one of their favorite pickup lines be like, oh, you don't need all that to look beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that jazz. So, yeah, like, yeah. what do you what what would what would you say to those people who are like, you know, oh, makeup is like basically evil and, yeah. and all that. You know what? The makeup is for me. I like it. I like to put makeup. I mainly. I don't. I don't put it because I'm ugly. You know what right. I mean? Like, I just. I like it. I don't know. It's something that when I was younger, I have an older cousin of mine. She would put on makeup and I would watch her and be like, oh, my God, like, I love it. Like, she put like these green shadows and like she mix it up with a little black and it'll be this gradient. And I was like, yo, I want to do that. Yeah. And it just feels good when I do it. Like some people smoke. You know what I mean? It feels good. Like some people do crack. Feels good. You know what I mean? Like it's not some the people, best, it's not the best. Choice, I know. <laughs> some people watch porno. Says how women, women say makeup. I like that. Women. Yeah. And it's not because I'm ugly and it's just because I like it. And so when guys make a big fuss about it, honestly, I can't date a guy who makes a big fuss about it. I cannot. Like I thank God I've never had to deal with that. Mm-hmm. But I cannot deal with the guy that makes a, f- a big fuss about makeup because I love it. It's yeah. going to be here. You know what I mean? And so that's it. Um, I think that guys that make a f- big fuss about it really are. It's crazy to me because it's like you niggas, y'all be. And I'm not saying you, but niggas in general, like when you look at who they follow on social media, when you look, when you listen to their conversations about the the bitches they want to knock down, like these bitches wearing makeup, they're wearing makeup, they're wearing weave, they're getting surgeries. You know what I mean? Like, yep. you know what I mean? So what's a little <laughs> bit of makeup now? If a dude makes a makes fuss about bad makeup, okay. Yeah. Now, yeah. No. I'm an advocate against bad makeup. So if you're a dude who hates that shit, if you hate when your bitch is you hate you hanging with your chick and her, she light skin in the face, but she Wesley Snipes in the neck, <laughs> I understand that shit. That I understand. But you know, other than that, let me be. Let me put my little eyeshadow on and put my little concealer on. Shit, like don't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> 
So like uh coming up in like the entertainment industry, um have you faced any sort of like have people ever like gave you any pressures to kind of like change the of way course. you look or how you dress? Of course. So how how do you like like how do you like deal with that? Like what do you like what first of all, what's the craziest thing like someone has asked you to do just in the name of like being Get in front titties. of a television? Really? Mm-hmm. To buy titties. You know, I'm flat chested. I'm, I have a bird chest. Um, I've had people <laughs> tell me, yo, you should get some titties. Wow. You should get some titties. You should get some ass. Like, I've heard it all. I've heard I was ugly. I've heard it all. And when I was younger, you know, when I was like in high school, that's when I started recording. Like, mm-hmm. I've had three songs on the radio in Miami. Oh, so nice. when people, that's another thing. It's like I'm doing these videos and a lot of people just don't know who I am. And it's going to take a long time to unravel who I am. Yeah. But like I'm not I'm not just doing these videos just to do them. Like I have an agenda. You know what I mean? Like I have a place where I want to go because I have those people in mind. Mm-hmm. Not just because I, I have those people in mind. I want to I want to accomplish my dreams. But a big part of why I'm doing what I'm doing is because I want to show those people that I didn't have to do none of that shit you wanted me yeah, to do exactly. to get where I wanted to be. I didn't have to buy no fucking titties. I didn't have to change how I look. I didn't have to show my ass on Instagram. I'm here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Without doing all that. Um, yeah, I've heard it all. And when I was younger, I was definitely impressionable. It would hurt me yeah. a lot. You know, and I would have people say, well, you can sing, but, you know, maybe you should just, like, be in the background and just write. You know what I mean? For years, I would just, like, write, write, write. People would steal my shit. Like, it was crazy. Like, that's, like, another conversation. That's, that's how they live in Miami? What? Yo, that's crazy. No but idea. that's the entertainment world yeah. for, for you, period. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even now, like, I have certain ideas that I want to do. And I have to be careful because now we're in a, we're in a point where... You could just put it on Instagram. You ain't got. It doesn't have to be something that's put on TV. I could tell you I want to do this. This. I give you an idea. You go home and you're like, shit. I'm gonna do it right now on Instagram. <laughs> yep. Next thing you know, the right person gets tagged in your video. Mm-hmm. You get a deal. Yeah. And it wasn't even your idea. Yeah, that's. Crazy. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's like, I used to be impressionable. Mm-hmm. I'm not anymore. You know what I mean? Like I, I can take the criticism and even now. Phew, I get shit in my comments all the time. She's fucking ugly. Yo, she 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 probably fucking especially that video I had where I was like, yo, Haitian niggas don't like to wear copper thing. <laughs> yo, Haitian niggas came for me in that video <laughs> till this day. Like when I was promoting my back to school, you know how many dudes I had to block for my page? They would be on, in my comments. Well, I would have done. I would have come to your your back to school, but you out here bashing Haitian niggas, and it's like on a back to school. Yes, tra- on, on a back video? to on yo, the chair. Charity, on, man. <laughs> on the charity that's crazy you know what i'm saying so yeah. like i said I, I i used to be impressionable now i'm not i know who the fuck i am so mm-hmm. you can say whatever you want to say i don't care pretty much yeah so uh what was like the best piece of advice you've gotten from maybe one of the people that you've met or maybe someone in your family as far as like your journey and where you're set to continue to go on this path um, I have one of my friends, Jordan. He is like Nick Cannon's right hand man, and you know he's just always telling me, Jessica, just keep cre- keep creating, mm-hmm. just keep creating. He, I have a video, um, the first Haitian Crush video where I'm do- I'm singing the Alicia Keys song behind behind yeah. the scenes, and I'm talking to Pushon, I'm reenacting that whole "You Don't Know My Name" video. Yeah. I I told him I wanted to do that, and he was like, "Well, why don't you do it?" Like, why are you always telling me what you want to do? Just yeah. do it. 
Yeah, that's one thing I've, I've definitely yeah. learned. Just he was like, just do it. And I was like, the way he said it to me was kind of like, nigga, I'm going to do it right now. And yeah. literally, we were in his office, and I said, we're going to do it right now. Whoever was in the office, we used whoever was in the office. We did that video. Mm-hmm. And that video went everywhere. Wow. You know what I mean? That's yeah. how it was It was born. So I think that's what, probably the best advice. Just keep creating. There's some things I upload. I'm like, uh, I don't know. But the more I put myself out there is you can't be afraid to create and you can't yeah. be afraid to just put yourself out there. And that's one thing about me. I've always been the person, you know, if somebody, if you go somewhere and somebody says, all right, I need a volunteer in the crowd. And everybody's like, I'm like, me? Yeah. That's always been me. I've always been me. Is that me, how you me. ended up on the BT um experience it, stage? Well, no. No, okay. no, no. But we we kind of made it look like that. Oh, okay. We kind of okay. made it look like that. But Damn, no, no, no. TV fooling me. I again. know. <laughs> Damn. But it was kind of that was kind of like a behind the scenes me. Like, okay. yo, I knew somebody. I was like, yo, put me put me on there. Put yeah. me on there. And um so yeah. Yeah. All right. So, of all the several talents that you have, mm-hmm. is there anyone that you enjoy doing like more of like singing definitely singing mm-hmm. yeah i've always loved to sing i remember i feel like i i feel like i i knew i could sing when i saw sister act two and i heard lauren hill singing his eyes on the sparrow mm-hmm. and like i started singing along to that i was like oh i could i could i can carry a tune yeah and um, that's when I felt like I could sing. But my mom said that um, she, w- I was three years old and she came home one day and I was like in my room singing to my teddy bears. And I was singing like, um, I was singing like an old Haitian song. Like, what did she say? I was singing like, and she said I was singing it word for word and she just cried. Wow. She cried and she felt like I was singing it for her because she was going through a lot at the time. Yeah. And she would be singing these songs around the house and she felt like I just was taking on her pain. So I say singing definitely. That's pretty dope. So we got like a minute left here. I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Shout out y'all your handles oh, and everything. Um, Instagram, Jesse Wu underscore. I'm Jesse Wu on Facebook, Twitter, Jesse Wu, but with three S's. And if you want to email me business inquiries only, because y'all be tripping, <laughs> um, it's thejessiewu at gmail.com. That's what's up, man. And uh, def- it's been a pleasure to have you. Thank I'm, you. I'm glad you came through. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, this has been another episode of Ben Talks featuring our special guest, Jesse Wu. I want to thank my sister, Jessica, for coming <laughs> in and helping me out. Uh, you can follow me on social media at I am Ben Lewis on Instagram. I am Ben Lewis on Twitter and Benjamin Lewis on Facebook as well. You can go to the show page at RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Ben Talks. And uh, you could sponsor the show because I'm awesome. So give me your money. Amen. Uh, Amen. This, so this has been another episode of Ben Talks right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Goodbye, Brooklyn. Goodbye, Brooklyn. Goodbye, world. <laughs>